Today's topic, 10 organizing tips. Now, if you're like me and you've seen my office, it's not pretty. I need some organizing tips. So I sought out some experts and I went and did some research and I found a really great article on house. So I'm using some of the content from this article on house to talk about some 10 storage tips because believe me, if you've seen my office here at work, I definitely am not following all of these tips. But I felt like it was important to share it with you guys. So uh, as I'm helping myself, I can help you guys as well. And with people spending more time at home or maybe getting back to their offices, we can all use some additional storage tips in our homes and offices. All right, let's begin. Let's talk about some of the 10 storage tips to help organize your home and your office. All right, first thing, first tip. If you have open storage areas, make sure that you're using them appropriately. Make them beautiful. For example, if you have a kitchen and you've got a glass door on it, don't put your you know plastic containers and your Tupperware in there. Put your really nice pieces in there, maybe your fancy vase or your favorite china set, something that matches, something that's going to look attractive in there. Don't just shove it full of crap because <laughs> that's some space that you have. So you may have to take some things out of your cabinets and rearrange them to make sure that you organize things properly. So make sure that you're taking advantage of your open space. Same at your office. If you have a really nice uh, bookshelf or something like that, don't just have it piled full or slammed uh, full of stuff. Take a moment, clear it out, and put a couple really nice pieces in. Sometimes less is more in those type of spaces. You just want a little bit to catch someone's eye. So make sure that your open spaces are beautiful. All right, the second organization tip is keep things findable. So you don't want to be out of sight, out of mind. So if you're using a bunch of cardboard boxes and you're just shoving a bunch of things in there and then putting them away in a cupboard, you're not going to find them. It's not going to be efficient and they're going to sit there and sit there and sit there and you're never going to use the things. And if it's food, it's going to get rotten and you're going to have to throw it away and you're wasting money, you're wasting time with that. So you want to make sure that you have things findable, whether that's investing some money in some new containers. You know, getting clear storage containers are a great way to increase your organization, you know, take your, let's say you have chips, maybe buy a bunch of different containers for your chips. And a lot of these have little spaces on them where you can add a label or they have a, um, a place where that you can write maybe with um, chalk or something and you can write on there and put what that product is so that you can easily find it. But make sure that you take the time to label them because if you don't label it, you know, again, you might be like, "What? What's in this container? What? What? What was this again?" Uh, especially if it's spices or things like that, you want to make sure that you label everything very clearly. So that's the other problem with things like spices: is when you buy them, they come in all sorts of different shapes and sizes and different types of containers. So it might be worth the investment to to buy uniform containers and then transfer everything in and mark it appropriately, and that way you can stay extremely organized. But keep them findable. And again, use these clear containers, whether they're clear plastic totes, if they're glass containers, uh, make sure that it's findable. If you do have to use solid containers, take the time, put some labels on it. It makes a huge difference. I know I did this in our pantry last year. I was getting frustrated. So I actually just took regular uh, white uh, labels and permanent mark and I wrote on the, the white labels and I put 
Here's where we put our soup cans. This is our uh, canned fruit. Here's our you know, peanut butter and so on and so forth. And I put it right on the shelf and it's amazing. A year later, it's still being put away the way it was intended to. Amazing how just taking some time and marking can make such a huge difference. All right, the next organization tip is getting to know active and passive zones and understanding the difference between the two. I thought this was a great piece of advice. So an active zone is a spot that you're going to walk through daily and you use all the time. So it could be your rear hall entry in your home. It could be the top drawers in your cabinets and anything at eye level. Those are your active zones. Okay, and then there's your passive zones. These are like the bottom of your cabinets, the back of your closets, maybe a room in, in the corner of your home that you don't go into all the time, like maybe you're done or something. So one of the things that happens is that most people put and have clutter in their active zones. And it's stuff that you typically don't need. So it's just like, oh, I'm in a hurry. I'm gonna toss the mail here. Oh, I'm in a hurry. Uh, we went to the grocery store. I'll just I'll put these away later, and you put them right in the island of your kitchen, or or right kind of in the walkway when you walk in the home, and then they just clutter up your home. And because it's an active zone, you're going by it all the time, and you see it, and it's so frustrating. So you want to make sure that you make sure to take your active zone and make sure that that is clean and put your clutter in your passive zones. So move some of that stuff to those other areas and then invest time, of course, in cleaning those up. But the other thing you can do too is like something that you don't use often, make sure that's not in an active zone. So for example, like let's say uh, you're storing some light bulbs for your home and you don't change light bulbs very often. So you wouldn't wanna put that in the top drawer in your kitchen, you want to put that somewhere maybe in the back, uh, back of a cabinet or something where you only need to get that infrequently, right? Frequent items might be something like uh, your forks or your spoons. You're going to grab those every day. So you want to have that in the easiest, most accessible place you can find. So consider active versus passive zones. All right, the next tip for organization just make it easy to put away. Now, this sounds simple, but especially when there's more than one person in the house, this is extremely important. The easier you make it, the the more likely someone is going to use the system. So again, finding some easy-to-use bins, baskets, hampers, or have a simple filing system, or have install some wall hooks somewhere. Make it super simple. Like if you have a, a tight hallway, Put some hooks up in that hallway so at least when your kids come in or your spouse comes in, you can hang up that jacket. Maybe you don't have the closet space, but you can put a hook there and hang up your jacket. Or create a bin. Like if you have, um, let's say, uh, a a bunch of different bags of chips and they're always kind of falling off your shelves or whatever, get one or two bins for chips and then have, hey, this one's for pretzels and this one's for potato chips and this one's for uh, everything else. And make it super simple so people know, hey, I got to put this one here. I got to put that one here. And then take the things that you don't need and put them in those more inaccessible places. So for example, I did this and it actually works great. Uh, Using the chip example, 
I was maddened to find that in my pantry, we had four bags of the same chip open. And I don't really eat a lot of chips, so it was it was my wife. I'm, I'm calling her out here. Um, and, and she had four because she would just like grab the first thing on the top. I'm hungry. I just want to grab something quick. And so I'm like, we can't do this anymore. So what I did is we took all our new chips. We don't have a lot of them, but we took a few the bags, the new chips, and I, I created a box. I marked the box, and I put it on the top shelf. And all the new unopened bags of chips are on the top shelf. <laughs> she can't actually even reach them. <laughs> and I put them up there. And then the open bags of chips are on the eye-level shelf. So it's like when you use up your chips, okay, now we can go up to the top shelf and we can pull out a new bag. And it's kept the pantry so much more organized. We're not wasting food anymore. And it was just a simple matter of behavioral modification <laughs> more than anything and saying, okay, I'm going to keep, you know, open things at eye level, unopen things above eye level so that we don't just keep wasting things. So make it easy to put away and then make the things that uh, you don't want used right away, make those a little bit harder to put away. You know, put those in those odd spots. All right, the next tip for organization Organizing your home or your office is to group things by task. I think this is a great tip as well. So you have a cupboard, maybe each shelf has a different purpose or you have a bin for each thing. So for example, think of like a first aid kit. You have all the things you need typically in that one space and it works when you need it, right? You have your bandages, you have maybe your hydrogen peroxide, maybe you have your um, you know, pain pills right there. You keep all that together. That's sort of your medical cabinet, your medical shelf, and, and you group those things together. And then maybe the next shelf, you would have personal items like your toothbrushes and your toothpaste, uh, soaps and things like that. And then you have another shelf, maybe that's up high, and that's your towels. So you, you sort of group things by purpose and it makes things so much easier. And you can do this a lot of different ways. You don't have to invest a lot of money. You could use old shoe boxes and then just label them. Or you can go out and buy some wicker baskets or, or different uh, containers that you can use to organize. All right. The next tip for being organized, create a way station for items that are frequently moved. So if you have certain things that you're constantly taking to and from, like for example, maybe you take your laptop to and from work, maybe your office or your keys to your office or your mail. These are things that every day you're kind of bringing things to and fro and maybe you don't have time to deal with it right right away. Create a place to temporarily hold that till you have time to organize it. So for example, I just have a key rack in the back hall. Works so great. You just know right when you walk in the door, you throw your key on the key rack, it's done. That one's simple. Mail's a little different because a lot of times mail needs to be opened and sorted and some of it has to go uh, to your office, some of it's junk, some of it has to go to a different family member, um, some of it has to get paid and then sent back out. So create a way station. Maybe you just have a, a, a little box that you put all your mail in and then you know twice a week you go in and you, you, you sort through all the mail, you pay the bills, whatever it is, how, whatever your system is, is your system, but create a space um, right where you come in, where you can deposit it, and then you go back and you you organize it. So maybe, again, for the mail example, maybe there's four people in your house. You throw all the mail in this one box, and then 
twice a week you go through and you sort it and put, okay, hey, I'm going to put this mail into my son's bin. This is, you know, spouse's bin and so on and so forth. And these are bills that need to be paid and you have a place where you sort it. So use that way station. It makes a huge difference. Next organization tip, divide and conquer. And what we mean by this is a lot of times homes have a really big cupboard or huge drawer uh, or something like that. And those are great because obviously you've got a lot of space so you can put something big in it. But what tends to happen is you just start piling all sorts of stuff in there. And if, if you've ever done this, you're probably smiling right now. You're probably nodding your head. You're laughing. And I've done this too. I have my, a big cupboard in my island and all of a sudden you look and there's just things piled all over the place. So you need to subdivide that drawer. And you can do this in numerous ways. Um, there's a lot of pre-made products out there that you can find. And you can go to like Revachelle for things like that. You can order things off the internet and you can divide up some of these bigger drawers, these bigger cabinets. So use drawer organizers. If it's a bigger drawer, you could get knife inserts and put all your knives uh, you know, safely in, in a knife holder. They have bag inserts that you can put your bags in. They have plate dividers for bigger drawers, so they're little pegs that you can put in and then you can organize your plates. And they're, they're movable, so you put little holes in the bottom of the drawer or you buy something that sets right in. It's a little peg system and you can kind of move everything around. Heck, K-cups. They even have an organizing tray for K-cups. So they have literally just about anything you can think of to help you organize. You can buy those parts and pieces, put them into your cabinets, and it makes a huge difference. So divide and conquer and make sure that you're taking advantage of that. All right, another simple tip is to go vertical. And this is, this is something you don't need to spend a lot of money on. It's just something to think about as you're putting things away. But what do most people do? We, we stack things horizontally, right? So we just start throwing things in a pile and it stacks up and it stacks up. And what happens? Eventually, you move something or you need something from the bottom and you pull it out and everything falls out. It makes a gigantic mess and you hear you know, Tupperware lids going flying everywhere, right? So try and store things more vertically. So instead of having the horizontal stack, you know, maybe you do have to get some real thin dividers, but like say cookie sheets, for example, instead of having them stacked horizontally and there's 10 of them there and you need the one on the bottom and you can almost pull them all out to get at them, turn them sideways and slide them in the other direction. They'll still fit in the cabinet and they won't all come crashing down when you need to get one out. And like I said, you can invest in some really inexpensive dividers to keep them vertical, and it makes life a lot easier. So look at storing vertically when possible. The next storage tip is to put the heavy items down low and the lighter items up high. And this is a common mistake as well. Sometimes people put that big mixer because again, right, we talked about earlier, this might conflict a little bit, but hey, maybe you don't use that big mixer every day. Maybe you only use it twice a year. So the temptation is put it on the top shelf and the way back. But that can be dangerous because obviously if you're not strong enough to lift it, let's say, for example, I did that. I'm not around. My wife wants to get the mixer out. She's probably not going to be strong enough to lift that over her head. Um, climb up the ladder, and I certainly don't want that falling on her. So that's not a good idea. So you would want to put something like that, your heavy item, a big mixer like that. Use the bottom back of your cabinet for those kind of things because, again, you don't need it in a really accessible place, but you need it in, in a place that you can get out. Plus, 
if you live on an area that's more coastal where you might be uh, more subject to things like earthquakes and things like that, you don't want those heavy things up high because you do have an earthquake. Those things can come flying off the shelf and potentially injure somebody. So keep those heavy items down low, put the lighter items up high. It will also make it a lot easier for you to put things away and grab them later. All right, and the last organization tip for you guys is choose the right container for the right job. And this is something that people tend to do, right? It's just like, oh, hey, I've got this container here. I'm just going to chuck it in here. This is the only one I have. So you might have to invest in a few extra containers and maybe you've got a space in your basement or um, you know, back of a closet where you keep a couple extra containers. But it's, it's good to have a supply of extras and then that way you can grab the right thing and put it in the right place. And what I mean by that is very simple. For example, you don't want to be storing things in a cardboard box on your concrete floor in your basement or your garage. That concrete's going to get damp, the box is going to get wet, and if you have paper goods in there, they're going to get ruined. Or if you have books in there, they're going to get damp and then they're going to, the you know, they're going to get uh, musty smelling, they're going to get kind of wavy and yellow and all that kind of stuff. So you want to put the right contain the right product in the right container. Again, like if you have photographs, you need to put them in an acid-free container or an album. Otherwise, you just put them in a, a regular box, like a plastic box. They may oxidize in there and your pictures are ruined. So find the right container for the right job. Use plastic boxes in the basement on a concrete floor. You can use cardboard boxes on wooden shelves. That's totally fine. Maybe some wicker baskets for things that need to breathe a little bit more. Maybe some clothing or, or things like that. Uh, but pick the right container for the right right job. And that way you won't ruin your items. And again, use see-through containers when possible. Use labels like we talked about earlier and your life will be a lot easier. So if you're looking to organize your house, you're looking to get a little bit uh, of help, hopefully this was instrumental in getting you started. Um, certainly sometimes you have to just stop for a minute, take some time and purchase some items that are going to help you stay organized. And then of course, you just have to invest the time, invest the time in pulling out, opening up those messy drawers, cleaning them out once in a while, getting them organized first and foremost, and your life will be so much better. You'll be more efficient and an organized house is a happy house.